Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Poblogging Podcast. I'm, my name's Adrian. And I'm Jason. And together we make up the Pop Lobby. Uh, this week has been a quiet week, uh, so we'll be mostly talking about TFT and its release on the main league servers. Stay tuned. So, uh, hey Jason. This week we have the release of TFT, Teamfight Tactic. Riot's um, entry into the order chess genre. Um, we've been playing with that game mm-hmm. mode like, a little bit this past few like days. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on what you've played so far. Um, so I've only really played four games. The latest was just, funnily enough, a couple of hours ago. But um, from what I, from what little I've played, it seems like a cool cool take on auto chess there's a lot of interesting things that it's trying to do both good and bad but overall i think it's carved out a pretty different take that should separate itself pretty well yeah i mean last week i was talking about how tft looked like such more than like an upgrade sort of or right a, a, like an evolution of the order chess genre and you know now that this week i've actually got my hands on it i don't know i i, I started to feel like maybe it might not be that great of you know a change i mean sure it's it's very different for mm-hmm. sure and as you know i've i've played the original order chess like i said last week and as an auto chess player, like from the original mod, it's so different. Like in terms of like pacing, in terms of like some of the mechanics yeah. and you know the emphasis on like certain things. Um, we'll get into some of the the finer details of it and why I think it's actually like a very different game uh, compared to auto chess and how they've changed it. Not necessarily in the better, in my opinion. Like there there have been some bits. But also, I do feel overall the product so far they've put forward with TFT is somewhat unfinished feeling. If, uh, if yes. you know what I mean. Yes, I definitely agree with that. So, like one of my biggest gripes with this game mode, for sure, is like the the small champion pool it has. So, like in like even in Underlords and maybe like in Order Chess itself, like you have like, a wide roster. I mean, sure, Underlords is probably, like, you know, they don't have to change it that much because they're using the sort of the same assets as, they, as the mod. Mm-hmm. But because, like, League is doing their own thing, they've released, like, you know, um, their own heroes. And first off, their roster is really, really small. And so what that tends to do when you have a really small roster is that um, people usually get, like, early level twos and level threes really really fast in this game right like way more like um you'd be amazed like how many like level threes i've seen like you know in round four or five it's crazy you're like wow how did that happen you know pure rng and i think you know obviously it being a like rng games if you have a smaller pool you have more chance of getting the same thing now that being said this pool is also shared. So therefore, if someone gets all like the level threes for a particular one cost unit, I 
it's harder for everyone else to f like fit in those uh, like one cost units. And usually, since also because the the unit pool and some of the balancing issues haven't been really sorted out, there's a very clear difference between a good hero oh, and yes. a very bad hero. Definitely. Yeah. And also, like, there's not enough, like, synergies and race bonuses that are competitive enough in the late game. Now, what I feel like League has done is that they've accelerated this game way faster than Auto Chess and, like, you know, Underlords. Because if you compare the game times, right, like, Auto Chess and Underlords, they roughly have the same game time, like, roughly an hour, right? Whereas League of Legends... If you're coming first place, you can play for like what thirty five minutes, forty forty minutes, right. right? And the game modes are so much faster. And the way they've done that is that they've reduced the cost to leveling up. So leveling up is costs four gold instead of five gold. And each round, you now get two experience as opposed to one experience. Mm -hmm. Now, as a result of that, right, that speeds up the whole leveling process. And again. Um, there's a hidden mechanic in most order chess games that like the higher level you are, the more um, rarity like units you get. Right. Right. Which is, you know, a form of RNG manipulation. And just because, right, just because like you have that, you know, hidden mechanic, it, it changes your, the way you play dramatically yes. in this case. Right. So as I was saying earlier about the small level, like your know, one cost champion pool, right. Um, if you do not get like a um, like an early level three or an early level two, and let's say you know someone up higher like got an early level three or early level two, right. right? And you don't, right? And so what you're you're sort of put in this situation is where like oh okay you start you want to get your level one units like you know one cost units going, but you know they're either not as good as their like their level ones because maybe they're 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 like champions are high on the tier list. Yeah. But like your level ones generally don't get to level two or level three just because because the levels go by so fast. Mm -hmm. Like they you level up so fast that your pool, like your your packs get diluted with higher cost stuff. Right. Like a lot faster. Now that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just it just it just changes like um how you play. Like as an older chess player, this is like a really different like like clearly in auto chess you have like an early game a mid game and a late yes. game right tft what riot has done here it just feels like a race to the <laughs> end yeah like there's no there's no real early game there's no real mid game it's just late game yeah. like and late game is when you get the high the high tier units yeah. right so like for like let's say because of the the game times in auto chess right you have like certain race bonuses that are really good early game right. and then you know there's that sort of fall off mid game and then and then there's some are some like race bonuses that are shit early game but really good late yeah. game right and that's mostly built around the whole um the whole tribe bonuses and stuff so usually like like let's say for mages in auto chess, it's like you get like a two mage, like or three three mages, mm -hmm. right? Three mages early game doesn't really do much, but when you get six mages late game, it's game changing, mm -hmm. right? So that's how they've sort of balanced it. And so like say goblins on the other hand, right? Early game it's super strong, right? You get like a regen and all, right. right? And but then when you get to mid game, other race bonuses 
start like outpacing it and therefore it's bad mid game. Yeah. And so that's how they balanced it because you have enough time to build certain comps and strategies. Whereas in League of Legends, in the TFT, it doesn't feel like you have that time to craft a, a, a build. It's more like you're just grabbing things yeah, no. as much as you can, like as fast as you can to get your level twos and level threes because early game is essentially who gets level twos and threes the fastest, yeah. right? Yeah, no. Because like you could get like a good synergy going, but if they're all level one, one person's like level three is going to just destroy you anyway, right. like yeah. regardless. Because like the, I don't feel like the, the level, like the early game like synergies are strong enough to hold off like a level two or level three. Maybe a level yeah. two. Depends on what kind of units you have. But... Again, right now, I think there's 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 a lot of like you know it does feel like early stages, and of course the game just released this week, but in terms of like the the larger genre, like you know of Underlords and um, what's it call it, um, like you know order chess in general, it doesn't feel as balanced. Yeah, no. And it, they 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 need to do something about how the game feels because right now it just feels really unsatisfying, and almost like it. Even though the game mechanics are designed to remove RNG, it feels like it's more yes. based on RNG more yes. than ever. Because, like, you know, someone gets a Draven or, like, you know, a level 3 Vade early Gun. or, like, you know, or, like, a Relian Soul early. It's like, holy crap, it's such game-changing. It's just a like one yeah. unit, right? And it's, like, just because, like, you know, the balancing of the individual units is not great. And like, also, another thing, right? Right now, all the, the really great units in the game are, like, four costs, yes. right? All the five cost units in the game are like all right. They're they're like pretty good. Like you, but they're not better than the four cost units. And so there's no point really going for five cost units because you're like you're pretty much never gonna get them to level three. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty very very hard to get. Oh no, or like it's impossible to get them to level three and really hard to get them to level two. So there's no point chasing the five cost units because a level two, like let's say four cost unit, will always be better some whatever reason so you usually take the five cost units for utility or some like for try bonuses which is in my opinion not the best because why would you why would something that's not game changing cost more than like something that is game changing does yeah, that make no, sense definitely. so uh, they've, they've they've got a lot of balancing to do for sure and like right now it just even though they've tried it seems like they from the mechanics and everything like the the, the roulette the carousel yeah. everything it seems like they're trying to remove rng but just because of the way the game's balanced right now it just feels it's very rng yeah. like even more so than than auto chess and and um underlords yeah. um last week i also mentioned that there was like a, the ui for for like you know league of legends seems way better than underlords or like you know like auto chess Yes, in certain ways yeah. it is way better, but they're lacking some crucial yeah. things in yeah. the UI. Like, very, very crucial things. There's no, like, indication or no, like, stat screen that shows um, auto-attack damage. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or just damage it's in so general. Confusing. And you don't know, like, who's your best damage dealer on your team. Like, it's it's pretty much right, impossible yeah. to tell. Like, I, I mean, unless... Like, you know, besides the fact of the obvious cues of like them destroying things, right? But you don't know like uh, how much like you know attack damage a level two cost unit like uh, 
versus a one cost unit, right. right? You don't know how much, you know, you don't know um, who's really good until you sort of figure it out. And even then, you're sort of guessing in how much they do, guessing how much damage they do. And the only stat you can really tell is the ult. Yeah. You can you know what the ult damage does? You know what the, like, you know, uh, the, the mana requirement um, is... On that note, in terms of mana and in terms of like cooldowns, so I've noticed that every single champion in TFT, they don't have cooldowns on their skills. Mm. As long as they get full mana, they instantly ult. Right. Yeah. Right? Whereas opposed to um, in auto chess and in um, Underlords, there isn't a b- built-in balancing mechanic, which is cooldown. Yeah. So obviously, like they cast a spell and then it has a cooldown, and so therefore, like, you know, that person doesn't cast again, even if they have full mana. Yeah. And so I feel like that's partly the reason why some of these champions in this game is pretty broken. Yeah. Because um, Aurelian Soul, if you get him, like, a really good mana item, like, early on, he just continuously yes. ults over and over again. And he just wipes your team, yeah. like, like, no tomorrow. And it's just, you know, not that great. Also, in terms of uh, items as well, it's, they've... They've done. They've gone the whole auto chest route where item drops are completely random. Now, like you know, you kill a neutral creep and you have a chance of getting an item. And even then, there's like you know some items that are you know sort of better than others. Right. Right. Now, like the sad thing about like um like this is that obviously it adds that another RNG mechanic to yeah. it, right? Which which you know, fair enough. That's part of the game. Like, fair enough. But the creeps, the neutral monsters themselves, right, haven't really changed to reflect um, some of the the higher rounds, like some of the items for higher yeah. rounds, if that makes sense. So let's say the dragon round, for example. So each creep has a chance to drop something. You don't, I don't, we don't know what the percentage is, mm-hmm. right? No one knows the percentage or if there's different percentages between different creeps. Yeah. No one knows, mm-hmm. right? But right now, from the way it looks, it looks like they sort of do have the same amount of percentage of like dropping an item. So what really it comes down to is how many creeps spawn, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Right, how many creeps spawn. So like, as you get to higher rounds, less and less creeps spawn. And so like, right. you get a dragon round, right? And he's like so much more tankier, so much does more damage, but his chance of dropping an item is still the same. And also, since League of Legends, the items, like, each item combined with any other item. Yes. So, the item rarity that he drops does not reflect his mm-hmm. level. Does that make sense? So, like, let's say you look at older chess or, or you look at Underlords. You get to, like, late game rounds and you verse a creep, right? And if they do drop something, then that rarity of that drop usually reflects the end game nature of the game right. state, right? Which is not very present here. So, you know, then again, it, it's 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 different for sure, but I guess, like, all these things added together, like, makes it, like, gives it a sense of huge, like, more RNG than it needs to yeah, be. Uh, build, building off that last yeah. point about the items, like like you said before about Aurelian Soul, like, his I, he seems like a really item-dependent champion. Where if you get the right oh. items for him, he just goes off and like obliterates the crew. Yeah, that's that's the most case with most heroes in um 
in in TFT right, right. now. It's like literally, it's like it's an item meta. Yeah. Like so, that's why um, a lot of people have resorted to like see like you know the carousel rounds. Yeah. They they see it as an item know, gathering def- round as opposed to a champion. I round, do that. Right? Yeah, I do that just to like sell sell the champions just to get the items from them. Basically, for sure, for sure, and that's you know that's more important than ever because you know. Like let's say like a spear of Shojin or a rage blade is like pretty much game changing on any of those like really insane like uh, heroes, right. right? Um, on that note, right, the carousel. So, the carousel is meant to give last place a chance, mm-hmm. right? Now, one thing I do applaud like League of Legends is, is that they've sort of in a way eliminated snowball. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, so snowballing in this game is way less prevalent. Right. Right. So, it's because they've pretty much like they've introduced the roulette. So obviously, last place gets to pick first, right? And first place picks last. Mm-hmm. But also, they've limited win streaks. So win streaks is a cap is capped at two. Right. So you can the max you can win streak is you know plus two gold, mm-hmm. right? And also for losing as well. Losing is also plus two gold. It's restricted to plus two gold. Right. And so therefore you don't get like huge monetary gaps in like you know, players. Yeah. Which then, you know, results in like, you know, tighter games and also like people from behind coming back. Right? A, a big criticism of like the order chess genre is that first place, you know, if you keep if you start rolling on a win streak, mm. it's you're pretty much like you, you can snowball uncontrollably and just win the game outright pretty like more more times than like in TFT, right? Right. And so that gives this game a a like you know a comeback mechanic in a way. But the thing is, right, the comeback mechanic is not the not the best because again, it still relies on what kind of heroes yes. you get. Like especially if you get any of the game changing heroes, again, it's it's really it's really down to balancing. Mm-hmm. I think like right now, what's letting this game down is the small champion pool, and and the and the and sort of like the balancing of the the actual heroes themselves. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. What, what's your experience like so uh, far? Yeah, no, definitely agree with you there. It's like there are just rounds where like I just feel like well, there's nothing I can do here. Or the like, the RNG is just the items. Really, the items are a nice difference, but they also cause a whole lot of other problems. Yes, for sure, for sure. And like, um, looking back at it, like I, I've, you know, I, I've been playing with friends, and most of my friends are like, you know, they we we've, we've all come from actual just the auto chess mod, right? And you know, we we're all talking about how the mindset to play TFT is so much different. Because before, like um, in in auto chess, you, you're like mindful of your goals. You yeah. know, you're thinking about economy. You're thinking about um, what kind of uh, what kind of strat you're gonna go in the late game. How you're gonna get to late game. You know, when should you roll? When shouldn't you roll? Whereas, you know, in TFT, there's like a less emphasis on saving gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, people don't people don't save gold as you know vigorously and. Is as close-hearted as you know in in other order chess games. Can you even see Just the other sol- players' gold in TFT? I don't even know. No, 
Oh yes, oh, you really? can. You can. Oh, I mean, not exactly. So it's it's based on the chests on the side, on the right. left side, on the right side. So when you verse them, you can see how many chests uh, they okay. have, right? So and that's increments of ten. So you can you roughly know what right. how much gold they have. Okay. Right. And I, yeah, and most times I play like a lot. Like right now, the meta is like most people don't save that much. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just like literally just going really hard. And also because of the balancing issues, like levels don't matter as much because. Um, the race bonuses and the tribe bonuses don't are not as impactful as like let's say auto chess. So there's less incentive for people to level, and more incentive to just roll and get good like champions right. on the board as opposed to leveling and getting another like you know um, thing part of a race bonus. And so you know I think right now uh, in this current state of the game I don't particularly enjoy it that much compared to um like underlords or even like like you know the mod just just solely because like for whatever reason it just feels like it's more rng based and it's um it doesn't feel like you've crafted a strategy yeah does that make sense like i feel i feel like in some sense the strategy elements is sort of been taken mm-hmm. away like just purely because there isn't um like building a specific you know strategy is not viable because there's certain strategies that are just like way more competitive and right now the competitive strategy is to get let's say um like the really strong units and build builds around those really really strong units right and there's only like one or two like, like like you know four really good strong units that you might want to build around right right and like right now the game changing um like the actual game-changing like race bonuses are what like glacials and maybe nobles if you get six mm-hmm. of them, but that's so risky, and so yeah, the the game the game's in a weird spot right now, and I don't particularly like the the shorter game modes like if that if that sort of makes sense, just because it just doesn't feel like there's a proper mid uh, like early mid and late. Oh, yeah, game. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Now. um T- like that's TFT out of the way. Um, so Underlords, um, I've actually played the Underlords mobile app. Ooh, okay. Yeah, like I said, I would last week, right? right? And so I have, and so um, right now it's pretty much the same as PC, almost. Okay. Like it's pretty much almost the same. Like uh, the only difference is like maybe there's like slight UI changes. Yeah. Um, when you when you purchase like the heroes and mm-hmm. stuff, but like. Um, the one major thing I reckon that uh, really brings it down is that performance on the uh, phones. Yes. So right now, obviously, it's new and they've got some optimizing to do for right. sure. Like, but it's really laggy, and it you can you can really tell. Like um, in some moments where, like you, in the last moment, where you want to put something on and it, the screen lags a bit and it doesn't register yeah. or something like that, mm-hmm. right? And also another major thing is that. Um, it's really hard to tell who you versed in mobile because so what I've, I've realized is that when you play Underlords on PC, you usually play with other PC players, right? right? Like that who are from Steam. When you play on the mobile, you usually get people who are playing just on the mobile, right? Right, and because because people who play on the mobile they don't necessarily register with Steam, mm-hmm. so therefore their name shows up as dot dot dot. Uh, okay. And so you you have a lobby just full of like 
six people or maybe like one other person who's just who bothered to link their steam account to their underlords account right, right? it was just like you just say you have six people who their name is dot 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 <laughs> and then you you verse someone and you're like and they destroyed you and you're like oh shit like you know, i need to you know be careful of that top player because he just destroyed me and next round when he comes around i don't want to get destroyed again so how do i counter that and you don't know who it is because this is they're all dot 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 like you're just like well i mean the only way you can sort of tell who you're versing is by like the hp values but again it's like you know dot 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 i don't know who 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 destroyed me right because you know as um as an auto chess player or as like you know um Okay, the term we coined last mobs. time, mobs, as a mobs yeah. player. <laughs> I'm going to say it this week and I'm going to say it next week. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, we're going to keep saying it. Mm-hmm. All right. Multiplayer. <laughs> on, like, yeah, so online as an chess player. Right. Okay. So one, Everyone's got that. Gauge how strong you are depending on, like, if you verse last place or you, you, um, you know, you verse mm-hmm. first place. So, like, let's say if you lost to last place, you've you got to mm-hmm. be worried. You're like, holy shit, okay, maybe I should reevaluate my strategy and, like, maybe I should go a different strat or maybe I should, you know, go for a different hero. Right. Who knows? But if you're, like, you know, if you first first place and you're, like, you say you're in the middle somewhere or maybe you're towards the bottom and you first first place, right, mm. and you lost, right, and you're, like, okay, well, fair enough, he's first place, right? And you're, like, okay, right now he's got these units and blah, 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 and that's not really a good gauge. But like, let's say you are in the middle and you beat first place. And you're like, oh shit, my team's really good. Mm-hmm. And so it's these like sort of indicators that tell you whether you should save for interest yeah. or not. Now, again, going back to TFT, there's not really much of that yeah. in the game. So it, it's 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 a bit mad dash. I think they're trying to like you know condense the game style a little bit to be more you know exciting and you know more close and you know less methodical and less you know things but again i feel like they've sort of missed that sort of um, a lot more flashy core strategy yeah it's core strategy element to it now you know obviously this is just them starting their thing and obviously it's subject to change and they did say that they were going to add more heroes to the 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 champion pool um we will see how that happens, but you know, we'll guys, we'll keep you guys posted on any new developments. Okay, um, in terms of like game news, um, this week has been pretty quiet. It's still, sort of post E three, you know, days that everyone's it's the summer know, asleep. Everyone's relaxing. It's the summer in the US, at least. Oh well, yeah, and like they're probably just you know everyone just playing games at this moment, trying to you know figure out. What's the the next you know big thing, or the the thing they settle in for the holidays right. with, right? Um, in terms of the Steam summer sale, talking about summer, right. right? So, this is something I wanted to talk about, like in terms of like past Steam sales versus Steam sales now. So, you know, if you're you know back in the day when they sort of just started to announce like these winter summer sales. There used to be such a big event, right? Right. There used to be such a like a huge like oh my god like you know, Steam sale like freaking massive and then, you know Steam used to make a big deal out of it and they would have like flash sales, community sales like freaking, 
like you know rotational sales it's so like it was so good because like you had these like their sales strategy was like so consumer like pro-consumer right. you could say and it's because like you would have like everything a lot of things would just go sale all at one time and then occasionally you have additional sales that happen in at intervals right and it was great and it was because like and everyone was so engaged like oh shit like today it was this game that was really cheap maybe tomorrow will be a next game that'll be really cheap or you know there was strategy to this it was like hey do we wait a week and this game might go go down even more or do we you know buy it now right right? or like if you voted as a community you you, the community could band together to get a game's like price down and it was it was great. It was like holy crap! Like you know what a what a time to be alive, yeah. right? Now, at least they you know it's great they still have the sale, but you know compared to before, it's sort of dead. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah it's been a bit quiet. Like I've yeah. seen just around on social media, there was not really much chatter about the Steam sale. It was like the first day. Oh, the Steam sale is on. And beyond that, it's well, it happens every year now, and I think people have sort of just like you know take it taking it for granted almost. But also the fact that they've laid off the crazy sales, I guess before like uh, a lot of all of the discounts on Steam right now, like for the states the summer sale is just the discounts they would normally have in rotation, like you know during like you know weekly, but they just all have it on this one time. Now it's it's great to like you know. Don't get me wrong, like, the sale is great, but, like, you think that with Epic around the corner and, you know, encourage competition, it might have changed yes. something. But not really. Like, nothing nothing has really come out of it so far, and it's just, it's a little disappointing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, okay, on to the actual games and what kind of games we sort of recommend. Now, we... You know, if we're gonna just be honest with you guys, right? If we're just gonna be straight up honest, we don't play that. <laughs> well, we play games and we love playing games, but like, we don't have the money to buy a lot of games to give you a wide, like, overarching overview of what is good value for your money and stuff right. like that. We just know we can only recommend the games that we know mm-hmm. about, right? And so, one of the games that I will always proclaim as some of you know the most post-consumer, like the the best. You know, doing doing the the fan base proud is Monster Hunter, yes. right? That I can always recommend it. So right now that's going off on sale for what like fifty percent. Uh, fifty percent. That's freaking fantastic. Now, admittedly, admittedly, right? Ice spawns around the corner, yeah. and so you know maybe you want to hold off. Because right now, like, you know, hey, it's it's going for around 40 Australian dollars right now. I don't know what that is in American. What, probably like 50 American? Yeah, probably even... Ch- 55-ish American, probably. probably. And then, yeah. Oh, no, no wait, no. The other way. It's going for yeah, 30 American. Other Sorry, other way around. Yeah. Other way around. It's, it'll be like around 30 right. American. And so, you know, that's a good price. That's a very good price. Now, if you want to play the game before Iceborne comes around, because obviously when Iceborne comes around, all the base game items will become obsolete. And, like, they will be replaced with, like, obviously far superior items. And so, you know, if you want to experience some of these items as, you know, like, for the first time and, like, enjoy them 
like right now and you know hit the peak of Monster Hunter right now, then I I suggest you buy this game. But I'm sure I'm very sure that they will the the price will go further right. down once Iceborne and releases. Yeah, I think it's also a good idea if you if you wanted to play before because I'm pretty sure you might need to be in high rank before you get into Iceborne. Oh. Of course, I, I don't think people will just what skip no. high rank and go straight into Iceborne for sure. It's gonna be the content's gonna be really yeah. hard. Um, it's it's a good prep. It's a good prep to to get into the like you know get all the high gear like the the best gear possible. Right. So far, and then when you get into Iceborne, then you're like on the same footing as everyone else starting on Iceborne on day mm-hmm. one. So you know it, it'd be great just to you know. I can't stress for these type of games, especially. I can't stress enough that how important day one yes. is. Like um, day one for these type of games is is pretty much like sort of core like to the experience because especially if, you know if any fellow Monster Hunter players are with me, right? If if you remember Cold Taroth, right? Now when they released Cold Taroth, it was like a sixteen man kind of like you know raid on this giant like you know gold monster, right? right. During those first few weeks when it released, it was so it was so fun. It was so great. It was just because like, hey, like all the lobbies were full and everyone the community was online and they were like you know everyone was playing every right. day and like together you're 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 working together to achieve something and to ultimately get better drops. And I I love that atmosphere and I I feel like if you're not there during that first week, yeah. you really miss the essence of like. Part of what makes Monster Hunter right. really great, and and also like also all the core gamers obviously like will drop off after the first two one or two weeks because they pretty much got everything for that right. event. So like so then like you know if you waited too long and you like you know you started playing like two weeks or three weeks after like some of the lobbies would have not there wouldn't be enough people to mm-hmm. finish it and stuff like that, and even even with like. Even Arc Tempered, like, you know, No Gigante or Arc Tempered any Elder Monster, right? If you don't, like, you know, if you if you miss that first week wave of people who, who logged in to, to right. play it, then you're, you're caught with the stragglers, yeah. right? You're caught with the stragglers who are, like, you know, um, trying to get it. And most of the time, right, no offense, they're not very good they're, they're, they're less <laughs> at the game. Yeah, they're less experienced and like, you know, not, like nine out of ten times will probably wipe your team and you're going to be really sad and you don't want to play Monster Hunter anymore because, you know, people are like, you know, it's too hard and people are idiots and, you know, whatever. But like, you know, if you play during that one week of like people playing, like, you you know, the high ranked people will be out and about and, you know, they can carry you somewhat <laughs> if you're, you know, not too good. I mean, I, I feel that especially because like, I think I'm alright at the game, but I'm not terribly terrific at it. I'd say I'd say I'm like more of like, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore player, I'm more of like a mid-core player, right. I guess. But like, um, yeah, thank God I have like friends playing this game with me because holy crap, some of the content in this game is just insane. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as well. Also bring friends. Bring friends if you decide to buy Monster Hunter. Okay. Uh, any other types of games that look interesting to you? Oh, Moonlighter is on sale for 50%. I recommend Moonlighter. But, however, I cannot recommend the the Xbox or Microsoft Game Pass enough. 
Because right. um, I so how I got about playing Moonlighter was like, I they you know the they announced the Xbox Game Pass for PC um like at E3 right, and so right now I think it's like one one dollar and you get access to their library and their their library is pretty decent yeah mind you and Moonlighter's on there and I heartily heartily agree like you know recommend Moonlighter to anyone who's really into like like those like sort of rogue like aspects. And like you know, it's like um top down like you know isometric view, and it's great because like I really love the whole idea of building up a town or a city or a, your shop and stuff, and it's really cathartic. It's very like calming, even though it's like you know action games sometimes it's very you know like heart racing at some at right. points. But like the game is really fun, and I strongly recommend to pick it up. Fourteen Australian dollars is great. It's probably like ten US dollars. If it's ten US dollars, it's like what? Easy peasy, pick it up, just pick it up. Um, any other game? The Witcher Three, Ooh. as always, it's usually on sale every now and then. But yes, you should definitely get The Witcher Three. The Witcher, the 3, game of the sure. year edition, especially that's incredible value. For I mean, you don't need to hear it from us. Like pretty much every everyone pretty much at this point owns yes, Witcher 3 like oh they should why why wouldn't you if you don't go buy right. it right it's gonna be great um I don't know anything else that's particularly interesting oh Mordor is not on sale mm. that's that's okay cool not really oh um Sid 6 Sid, Sid oh, 6 yes. 75% off that's pretty all good mm. Like, it's pretty, pretty good. But again, these sales generally are not that that much more than, like, when they usually rotate their sales. Right. So, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Okay. Um, in terms of... All right. The next the next thing up in the, on our agenda, a very small agenda, because, you know, again, this week's been very, very quiet. Um, NBA 2K19. So... I'm not a fan of sports games. No, same here. Not because sports games are not fun. It's because the way they are implemented is just they've been it's been crazy. Right. So yeah, what's what's you want to tell us about what happened? Uh, so yeah, apparently fans of the game have been complaining recently because apparently 2K have started adding unskippable ads into NBA 2K19. So, as many people know, or they should know, if you've watched any sports match or even played any sports game, there's usually sponsored sections and ads everywhere because that's just the nature of the industry. But apparently, they've in the game, they've started adding ads which you can't skip at all, even if you've finished loading into your game. So, people have been forced to watch these ads and that has caused a bit of controversy, honestly. And I definitely see why. See, the thing with these sports games, like, every year... It's a yearly thing, right? right? It's like, it's, it's a yearly franchise. And I feel like every year... Like, if you ever looked at the, the reviews on Steam, yes. or anything, they're, they're up and yeah. down. They're up and down. Like, I think, like, NBA for the past, like, two or three years have been, like, their reviews have been like bombing, right. like 
and like mostly negative or just negative. I don't think it's because it got anything to do with that actual core gameplay, but I think it's got to do with more of the, the macro yeah. things of the, the of progression the game. So, systems that they add. Yes, for sure. Like my career and like you know even like my team or like any of those game modes. Like, like I I bought NBA like I think eighteen in 2k into 18 and i played around with it and like the actual game itself like the mechanics of the game the graphics of it the everything even the commentary like i mean sure it gets the commentary it loops right. right if you play long enough right but like you know when you first sit down with the game and you're like you sit down you you play it and you're like wow this thing has so much freaking yeah. polish like you know, I mean, they've doing it, they've been doing it every year for the past I don't know ten years. No, God, God knows who or how long. Yeah. yeah, way more than that. Whatever. And obviously, they've they've become masters in their craft. And and in a sense, like the game modes. Like if you ever look at the IGN reviews for these games, it's always been oh, it's great, blah blah. blah besides the 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 my team as, <laughs> or the the card right. packs. <laughs> besides all of that, spot. it's a great game. Yeah, like I love how like IGN all those like some some of those like more mainstream media outlets are like they brush over like some of the very important things and be like oh but the core gameplay is great and I'm like you know no you know, fair enough I mean the the core gameplay is is great it's just sometimes the baggage also counts right. as well and that baggage is not always necessarily good now putting ads into a game so what do you what do you think about that for a sixty dollar game no. Definitely. Oh well, in terms of how they normally would add ads into like for sports games, like I understand if there are like sponsorship stuff in sports games, that's understandable, because that's the industry. But once you add unskippable ones, that's when I don't, I cannot agree with that at all. It just feels like they're fleecing like their audience right, yes, for more money exactly. basically it just feels just so scummy like you know f- fair enough like you could argue right in this you know weird abstract way that advertisements are core to yes, sports exactly. in real right. life they they they're core so so therefore it makes sense if there's ads in the video game now making those ads like unskippable like real life I don't yeah, know. <laughs> especially if you've loaded into the game already. And you're still stuck. Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, there's this, like, weird, like, thing, right? Where, you know, I think I, I discussed this with you a little bit before this podcast about how the sports, the ga- the sports gaming community has basically taken all these, like, predatory like you know like corporate actions like up the ass right. like like and 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 they've been doing they've been taking it for like the past however long it's like freaking forever and you know I, I feel like generally the core game community don't really hear like that much from you know the sports game no. side so like like let's say okay let's say you know let's say borderlands came along and it had unskippable ads or let's say destiny had like you know card packs or something right like you know it's an uproar it's a freaking like oh shit like fuck you know whatever the developing that that like that publisher for putting that shit in but then like 
you know, you look at NBA or FIFA or whatever, and you're like, oh, that's normal, right? right? And, you know, it's part, I think it's partly due because, you know, again, you said something about like a monopoly. Yeah, it's because like yeah. these, they're really the only like top developers of these sports games. Like no other developer has like come close in terms of matching what they produce. In exactly, years, exactly. And well, it also reflects in the reviews. I just did a little, like a quick search, right? right? Like in freaking like NBA, like, like reviews and it's like oh th- like you know, some of the recommendations are like oh this is the best basketball game you can play well because it's like one of the right. only basketball exactly. games you can play like like what else is right. there <laughs> like not much not much and it, even if there is like you know i think there is like yeah, a another basketball yeah, game there's one being what developed there was one that's developed by ea called nba live and i think there's a pc one well, called like freestyle basketball or something like that Yes, okay, freestyle. That, that was the free-to-play right. one, I yeah. think. Yeah, but, like, again, they they can't hold a candle to, like, 2K no. or even FIFA. Like, I, or even, like, EA. Like, I, I mean, I don't even care about EA doing an NBA game. Like, freaking, it's the same. It's going to be the same right. thing anyway. Like, they're going to put the same card pack, team pack thing in, and it's going to be, oh, or you buy VC. Yes. Oh, my God. So, okay, I remember, like, it's all coming back to me now. So, you have a My Career. So, this is the, this is the solo play, right? You're not right. even versing other people in this game mode. You're just, pay, you're just playing your own career game, right? You're versing AI bots, basically. And, like, you, you, you play as a character, as a player in the NBA. And you rise up through, you know, through training and through doing different things. You, right, instead of, like, an experience bar... Yeah. You earn VC, and this VC you can buy with cash. Like, it's actually like, what uh-huh. the heck? And so you can skip all that grind. And mind you, the grind is yes. super hard. Like, it's so long. It's so freaking... I stopped playing because of that reason. Right. It's just like, if you want your character to be any good in a timely manner, yeah. you sort of, like, you either sink all your time into it, or you just throw everything in the kitchen sink at it, <laughs> or... Right, or you freaking like you know pay some VC and can speed it up. Well, not even speed it up. You just outright out level right. because it's literally like VC is XP in this case. Yeah. Now, it's been a while since I played NBA. Like you know, and you know, I might have some you know discrepancies here and there. But for what I remember, it was an extremely grindy right. game. Extremely, extremely grindy game, and I, I you know that left a bad taste in my mouth. But other than that. It's a shame because it's a great game. Yeah. As a core as a core game mode, I think it's great. Like I mean, I wanted to play like, you know, I bought like, you know, a sports game, basketball or you you come from the bottom and you rise right. to the top, right? And in ter- in terms of these video games, rising to the top just takes yeah. so a really long amount of time. Yeah. It, it becomes <laughs> yeah. especially apparent when you go online with your my career characters. And you see every other person who's actually paid to like up their stats using VC, and you just see the discrepancies are like so high between like low stats, low stats characters who couldn't pay the VC, and those that did, and it's like woof. And and I'm sure there's, I mean, not to discredit the people who have spent the actual time right. to yes, level exactly. up their character, though. Yeah, no. 
I mean, mad respect to you if you do. Like, you know, standing by your morals and not giving the money. But, like, again, it's, it's, so, it's so shit that's got to be this way in the first place anyway. Right. Now, if they made NBA 2K a free game, I mean, hmm. I mean, even then, it's still scummy because it's still pay to win. It's yes. so weird. It's so weird. Because, like, the, the thing the is, right, when you play free to game... Adding ads would be more acceptable if it was a free game. True, true. I guess, I guess. But again, the core gameplay is still like pay to win in a sense, right? And so, I mean, it's it's that weird shift. Is because we we also touched this touched upon this last week. It's like when you when you're on the market to play a free to play game, yeah, right. If you could call it that, right? Let's say you're just looking for a game and and you wanted to look for a free to play game. One of the criterias you look for in a free to play game is that is it pay to win, right? And that's yeah. And people are so picky on the free to win, like like free to play side. Is it pay to win or not? And you know, a lot of games die, live or die, depending on how pay to win the free to play game is, right? Whereas you have on this side freaking NBA or like FIFA, and it's like you pay your sixty dollars, your sixty harder and sixty American dollars. And then it's right. pay to win. Yeah. <laughs> and then some people are completely okay with that. I'm just like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> it's like they're really like two ends of the spectrum right. here. It's, yeah, it's really confusing. Like, I think, yeah. It, it's just beca- they've become used to it. It's been so long since... Stockholm Syndrome, there, dude. There's been no really the- like meaningful change in how the systems have worked in like many years. For sure. You know what? I I would be extremely curious as to see, like how like NBA or like FIFA the games are like in Belgium. <laughs> you know how like they like was it Belgium? Yes. One of, one of the European countries they outright ban mm-hmm. loot boxes. Now I don't know if that expands to card packs, right? Right. But like they're essentially the same thing. So you know, I wonder if they just completely removed that game there, or they maybe just like. Yeah. You know, change yes. the game mechanics to suit it. I have no clue yeah, how that works, but I want to see how it looks like. I mean, to EA or to like you know, two K. I'm sure like Belgium as a market is not the no. biggest market for them, so I don't think they care too much right. about that. But you know, let's let's hopefully you know, hopefully let's say you know the laws change or maybe even like they just wise yes. up and like oh, you know. Speaking of wising up. Um, Diablo Four. Uh huh. So yeah. So Blizzard. Well, apparently there's been you know like yeah, rumors here and there about how you know Diablo Four has been shown to like the the employees within um within Blizzard and p- people have like actual eyes on on Diablo Four. Now, am I excited about Diablo Four? Yes. Am I like, you know, am I pumped that like, you know, Blizzard is going the way it's going? <laughs> no, not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I love Diablo 4. I I didn't play the original Diablo, but I played Diablo 2 back right. in the day. And, you know, I played Diablo 3, not at launch because, you know. That was a mess. I, um, I had to, well, yeah, that as well as like, 
um, I had to save up some money because, you know, again, it was a very young days, young right. days. I had to save up some money for it. And so uh, I bought, um, I, then I, I bought the Airbus 3 around the time they, 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 they like put down the auction house. Right. And, and so at that point it was like sort of okay. It was like, uh, you know, it was a, it was a goodish game. Like, you know, it was fun, but it wasn't like Diablo 2, it, it didn't wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, again, it's got to do with the trailers yes. as well. Because, like, um, when they first showed, like, the trailer, like, gameplay trailer for Diablo 3, it was freaking mind-blowing. Like, freaking, like, the graphics were so awesome. Yeah. And, you know, like, all these particle effects. And, you know, like, you jump down and freaking, like, you know, like, you know, the, the building shake and things crumble. I mean, sure, they do now in Diablo 3, but not to the detail, level of detail, right? right? Um you know fast forward to now and diablo 3 has come a long way and it's you know a pretty fun fun game um and it's got you know it's got its loot down somewhat but you know right now it's skeleton crew and the seat like the seasons are just refreshes and repeats of what did you ever buy the expansion yeah i bought the um yeah i bought the i bought both expansions Uh, no i think it was both expansions were the two expansions oh yes oh okay one 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 expansion and then one sort of DLC. Oh, right. Okay. So it's like it was the Crusade, yeah. the crus the so the the real the one expansion was the Crusade. Or I Reaper forgot what it was called. Souls or something. No, yeah, Reaper of Souls, which which added the what's it called the Crusade right. class, right? I think it was called Crusader. Whatever he used, she uses a mace. He or she uses a mace and and, and right. a shield, right? And then. Uh, they later released like a necromancer ah, okay. like um, DLC, right. right? I mean, there were rumors that it was meant to be a full blown expansion, right. but because the original Diablo three sales didn't go that very well, people say that it's just like a, um, it's just basically they just cut development and just chopped and changed it and just shoved that like whatever they had left into the right. DLC. Right. Because like you know, if you look at it, right, like uh, the the past expansion was like a storyline and also a new new character right. class, right, and new maps, right. In in the Necromancer DLC, it was literally just a new character, new maps, right. no storyline. And so they could have easily put a storyline mm-hmm. in, but rumors have it that they they didn't want to spend the extra mm-hmm. money for it. So whatever. And now you know, fast forward to. Um, Diablo Mobile. <laughs> Fast forward to Diablo Mobile, you know, huge loss of consumer faith, and now Diablo 4 yeah, is here. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows that Diablo 4 is in development. Yeah. And, like, what? Like, Diablo 4 already been shown to Blizzard employees. What does that even mean? Isn't that. Okay, so this is an article by PC Games, like, like PC Games right. N, right? And it says. Diablo 4 has reportedly already been shown to Blizzard. Well, no shit it's been shown to Blizzard employees because aren't they the one developing the like, fucking game? No, it's, it's, what they probably <laughs> mean is that they've, like, give... Their employees have been given more, like, insight as to what, like, the management wants from it. Or it's, like, the concept planning is, like, set in stone. It hasn't been no, set. It has in stone. been set in stone. Only now, probably. Uh, that's a bit of a disappointment, if that's the case. Oh, I, that's my assumption. Yeah. Well, hopefully they reveal something at uh, this year's BlizzCon. Like, 
let's see you know hopefully the launch of diablo 4 and the the trailers for it will uh must be good it has to be good because like if they do go through another diablo 3 launch especially off the back of diablo mobile they're not going to come back that's going to be a sad moment you know sad days sad days but even at this point, how are they going to compete with Path of yes, Exile? If exactly. we're being perfectly honest, like Path, Path of Exile is just on a roll, like freaking, yeah, yeah. How how are you going to beat it in terms of content? Because right. they've got so much damn content in it. I mean, arguably, content doesn't always make it easy for people to start. But it it is yeah. free to play. That is... true, and you can always learn. And yeah, I mean, one of the things I don't particularly like about Path of Exile is that it doesn't look particularly nice. <laughs> no, that's a very, very mute point. Yeah. But I don't know. For me, um, for me, it's it's uh, the aesthetic, yes. the theme is what really matters for right. me. It's it's it it makes or breaks a game, especially in an ARPG, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to feel powerful. You want to feel like you know things are going off. Things are like you know great. You know you against the hordes of demons. What a great theme! Right. I think you know in terms of theming and stuff, like Diablo's got it down. Whereas Path of Exile, it's a bit weak. Yeah. It's a bit weak, and I I, I heard like from things because I have friends who play it. I've heard I'd heard from them that like the story actually gets pretty mm. alright to like with the current. Like, uh, you know, new expansions and new chapters they add every freaking, like, month or yeah. so. I don't know, man. Like, like, every month I see is like, oh, Path right. of Exile, new update. I'm like, okay. It's like a like, new season. That's yeah, great. Season. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And so, it's great. We'll see what happens if they if they do something. Oh, did you hear the rumors about how Diablo 4 was, like, going to be, like, a freaking third person Wait, thing? What? Like... Oh wait, I think I heard it was, it was, yeah, it's like a Dark Souls. Int- I think I told you about that. Like, it, yeah, like what the hell? Like that's like I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Like maybe, may maybe right. Maybe if they didn't release Diablo on mobile, like, like or maybe like they didn't an- announce Mo- Diablo mobile the way right. they did. And and then maybe they came up to came back to us and it was like, hey, we are experimenting with a maybe third person view, and you're like, that might uh-huh. work because you know maybe you still have some faith in Blizzard right. yet, right? But like, I don't know. Right now, it's like walking on eggshells mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. All right. So walking on eggshells. Yeah. Hopefully, they they produce. A very well-rounded game. I don't know what they're gonna do to reinvigorate the genre. They have to do something new, yeah. for sure. I I don't know what they're gonna do to reinvigorate the company, cause, I it feels like they've been on a quiet down, downturn. Yeah, they have. They have. I I feel like uh, each each passing year, like more of Activision infu- <laughs> infiltrates the uh, like right. Blizzard. And like you know, it's like slowly, like you know, one Blizzard employee leaves, another Activision yes. moves in, and like it just, it just slow yeah. shift, <laughs> and it's like, oh no, oh no, Blizzard, right. what happened? I mean, before like people, before people didn't really care about how much games they released because you know it was their right. brand. It was like, oh, Blizzard takes time; they take their time to make yes. new games, right? And they're not afraid to scrap a project they don't believe right. in, and so. 
hopefully they they do well i don't know how i don't know how they're gonna deal with the mobile release do you do you know anything about the mobile has they said anything about diablo no, mobile since? i i think that it's gone <laughs> they i think they stayed silent on that yeah diablo immortal it's i mean they have to be very careful right. <laughs> with this thing very very careful okay it's not it's not out yet it's on the pre-register phase right, right now yeah okay all right well i mean hey maybe it might be mm. good maybe it might on the mobile like i can i can totally see playing playing the, like a arpg on your phone sounds pretty mm. good Again, if they remove all the freaking microtransactions and also optimization, yeah. I mean, all right, uh, that's uh, I think that's pretty much yes. it for this week. Like, God damn, there wasn't much talk no, about. Really. <sighs> yeah. All right then. Um, let's end it here. All right, thank you guys for listening to another episode. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, something a bit more juicy will right. come out. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for next week. Bye.